tuned to episode 16 of the D&D Football Factory podcast and today's show is on we will all individually be picking our top 10 strikers of all time and then there's going to be a celebration we're going to give flowers to who many of us believe is the greatest striker of all time regardless of how everyone's list pan out whether or not um, they do in order or who they pick. There's going to be some appreciation for Ronaldo R9 at the end. But first of all, on our return with a podcast, we're going to be going through everyone's favourite 10 strikers individually. Today with me, obviously, I have my co-host, the anchor of our Footy on Top show on a Saturday morning on, on Top FM 95.5 FM. D-Man, what's going on, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. Big up, big up to all the listeners. I'm ready to go, man. Ready to go. Long time coming, this one. Long time coming. Long time. Yes, very, very, very long time coming. We've got a man who's not been on the... Actually, did make an appearance this year on the Footy on Top show, but he's he's mainly been a ghost the last few years. But we've got we've got Goliath in the house. We've got Chad in the house. What's going on, brother? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Greetings and, and salutations. And Sean. Man's <laughs> oh, being rude already, you know. Pod's been on for like two minutes. Man said, I'm sure. Man's coming with the smoke. Sean's going to rush him. I'm only on him because he looks like he's, he's, he's 16 years old. <laughs> and we've got. It's nice to have some of the new generation on the show. Thank you. Yeah, you're taking the lead. Oh, man. <laughs> taking the show. Can't you at least wait till we finish the intro to take your shots. This guy, listen, he's just a big troublemaker, man. Listen, that's not a diss. That's not a diss. I'll take that all day. <laughs> it's jealousy. It's jealousy. <laughs> right, we've got Big Sammy in the house. Yes, yes. Good evening, ladies and gents. Well, right, short and sweet, boy. Sam, mm-hmm. Sam, what type of delay was that? Are you in Ghana? What's going on? <laughs> Why does it sound delay? Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm, I'm sure I said it right after you said it. No, I can hear you good, man. It's good, it's good. It's good. Oh, safe, safe, safe. <laughs> and our Cheers special you, guest, our special guest that has been spoiled already by Goliath. We have former Millwall striker. The G that is Sean Stevens in the house. Jeez. A round of applause. Wow. That's the, that's the intro. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to show you, man, what real shakers are all about. <laughs> that's right. That's right. How you doing, Sean? You good? I'm good. I'm good. Um, thank you for having me on the show. And, um, yeah, I've been looking forward to this day for a little while. So, all good. All good. Long time coming, bro. Long time coming, man. So, right. Let's get into it. I'm not going to bait up no names, but one of us hasn't prepped, though the topic was put in the WhatsApp a little bit ago. Right? Who wants to go first? I want to hear Chad. Come on, Chad. Yeah. Let's hear it. The top 10 strikers. No, I'm not putting my hand up. I'm actually pointing towards Sean. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have to let the new generation go first. New generation. Okay. Okay. We'll let the guests My top ten list is so 
What's the word I'm looking for? Spectacular. Ooh. I'll go first. I don't mind. I really don't. So, I'm just going to get it out there this time round. First off, greatest strike of all time, hands down, is R9. All right. Okay. So, I'm just putting that one out first. But seeing as we're going to talk about that later, I'm going to skip past him now. So, I'm not putting these in order because there's a lot of people now that obviously go by stats. There's a lot of people that look at, you know, people that they've seen play. And some of these guys are before certain people's time. So, in no particular order, I'm going to say Van Basten. I'm going to say Raul. I'm going to say George Weir. I'm going to say Gabriel Batistuta. I'm going to say Andrei Shevchenko. I'm going to say Romario. Now, this is where it gets interesting. I was struggling a little bit here, but I've gone with Hernan Crespo. Oh, he almost made my bubble as well. Sergio Aguero. And Luis Suarez. And yes, as a person, me and Luis Suarez could never meet and talk. But (laughs) as a a footballer, as a striker, boy. Boy. And it still buns me to this day that Arsenal bid forty million and one pound. That's a four A. Yeah, yeah. Whoever done that? If I ever see them on street, I swear. Them. <laughs> what they smoking over there, my friend? What they smoking That's over? What they smoking over there in the Emirates? But CVG told him anyway. He said. He said. He said. Wait. He said, wait for Madrid or Barca to come calling. He said, I still, he said, I still really yeah. a step up game from Liverpool to Arsenal. You get me? So, so just wait. Go but, but that that's solidifies my top 10. But I have to give a special mention to a few guys that was before even my time, Chad. Yeah. Which is Gerd Muller, Pele and Eusebio. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Now... The Jeez. only reason they didn't make the top 10 is because other than watching um, them old videos, Darren, you know what I'm talking about, when mm-hmm. my dad used to make, me watch, make us watch Brazil 70, remember? Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> they were my dad. <laughs> other than watching those kind of videos, I, don't, I didn't see enough of them to be able to say, personally, I'll put them over the guys that I've mentioned. But... I don't think you're getting money better than what I've mentioned still. Mm-hmm. No, there you go. Shout there out, go. shout, shout out um, Kempes as well. In terms of old school people that I didn't yeah. get to watch. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I've watched tapes of that down the years, but I'm managed to from people that I've seen from the start. But yeah, Bear Legman that you, you've mentioned, you've mentioned there. So, so when you compiled you think of your 10, what is the main thing? Are you thinking in terms of how they influence games to the industrial guy or were you just thinking straight finishing, laymen, natural finishers, predators? For me, there's, listen, there's, there's many different types of striker. 
yeah. And obviously, goal scoring ability, finishing ability has to be has to be one of the top things that you think of, if not the top, when you're talking about strikers. But as you lot probably know, I I study players and their natural ability from their touch, their movement, the finishing, you know, everything. And when you look at certain guys, you just like, they, they've got to be up there. They have to be up there. I mean, you know, as a centre forward myself, it's if I see a guy, a centre forward, I'll give you an example. I've cussed Romelu Lukaku for years. <laughs> and it's not because I don't think he's a good player, but I just couldn't understand the hype. When you you can't control the ball as a centre forward, like, how are you getting to the, all the, the noise? Like, no. As centre-forward, you should have the best touch on the pitch. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's what... Those are the credentials that I'm looking at. When I'm watching players, you know, when you look at Romario and R9 and George Ray, then got, when that ball comes to them, you know it's curtains. You know it's curtains. I hundred percent. I see you. Uh, I see you loading up the matic there. The, uh, yeah, right. we'll, we'll keep it family. Aff- <laughs> keep it family affairs and let you go next. <laughs> All right. So funny enough, my list is quite is very similar to Sean's, isn't it? Yeah. There's a few few variations. Um, so <clears throat> I've got um, George Weah, Van Basten, Batistuta, Shevchenko. Romario, Aguero, and Crespo. Yeah, those are eight. Yeah. My other two are. It was a quite quite a tough one because there's so many great strikers. But one was um, Lewandowski. Yeah. 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 And the other one was Samuel Eto'o. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, that was ah. He was, he was that, so close. Now the thing is, I have to like, 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 I'm going on. Who are the straight gunmen? Yeah, natural ability. Yeah, so you have to take up Lewandowski because obviously I'm I'm not including R9 because he's the greatest of all time. So if you're gonna put him in the ten, you have to put, take out Lewandowski and put in R9 basically because he's number one. Yeah, but I didn't really put him in there because he's for me my favorite player of all time, and there's nobody comparable to that brother. Not even Messi, but like in terms my term in terms my favorite. Yeah. But he, he's obviously top of the list, isn't it? But um, also, big game players, players that score important goals. Yeah. yeah. So that that had to be up there as well. Yeah. Now just to, just to pick out a few. Um, obviously, <clears throat> I ain't gonna talk about R9 until later. Yeah. <laughs> but we're talking about the numbers that Shevchenko put up for Milan. Yeah. And. Obviously, the Chelsea, the Chelsea didn't do him justice. He was past it. That was just like a glory sign or whatever. But watch Italian football and see what that man did for AC Milan. Yeah, Not, not only in, in domestically, but in Europe as well. Yep. Yeah, the man was a straight. It's according to White Ronaldo. Yeah, he was that good. Yeah, he had literally everything. Yeah, For me personally, <clears throat> Sergio Aguero is the best striker the Premier League has ever seen. 
Yeah, striker, not player, striker. Yeah, and people also forget what he did at Atletico Madrid when he was playing second string as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. Yeah. The numbers he was putting up in the performances, the hat trick against Barcelona, them yeah. things there. But he was more of a tendon, wasn't Because Forlan was right. there scoring the ridiculous yeah. goals. It was and let's not talk about, yeah. Yeah, talk about the most goals against the top six. Top six. Before, I think before Pep started rotating, he had the best goals per minute ratio. Um, most hat tricks in the Premier League. Man scoring in, in, in League Cup finals, FA Cup finals. Scored the most important goal in Premier League or the most memorable goal in Premier League history, yeah, and the quality of goals as well, yeah. And ask, ask the man like Rio Ferdinand, who was the hard, hardest man he played against, Aguero. Them kind of top defenders there, they know what they're talking about, yeah. So you have to give Aguero his props for that one as well, yeah. <laughs> and those who didn't watch Italian football back in the day, Batistuta and Crespo, yeah, mm-hmm. go look them up in it. That's all I'm gonna say, yeah. <laughs> go and look them up, and George Weir as well. Yeah. Did George Weir, am I right saying that George Weir won the Ballon d'Or? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 But the remember, do you remember that goal for AC Milan? That I'm just going to call it the San Siro. Who was it against? Was it Bari? For those who don't know, just just YouTube George Weir goal. You'll see it. The first thing that comes up. Yeah. And let's not talk about Romario. Romario is the the reason I fell in love with Brazil in the first place. Yeah. That brother, he he it's was sat most. And I watched his goal the other day that Real Madrid the drag when he dragged it. Drag. Oh, dirty, dirty. Put it this way, I'll give you this right. When you're coaching kids, yeah, mm. or in general, like when I'm coaching them and that, you tell them they should not kick the ball with their toe. Mm. <laughs> well, Mario will disagree with you. Mm. <laughs> so, I assured you had like that the toe punch it kind of thing over the goalkeeper. <laughs> now, <laughs> also, for those, to those who think we're going to be hating, and I have to give, um, because we discussed it on the show as well, um, as he's playing as a striker, you have to give a special shout out to Cristiano Ronaldo as well, because the numbers that man put up, correct, dirty. Yeah, and the quality of goals that he puts, he puts it up as well, you can't fault for that. But he doesn't make my top 10 all time favorite strikers. It's your favorite, though. It's that's your, right. It's your that's yeah. why, this is why we're doing the honorable mentions thing yeah. as well. And yeah. also, I have to give, in my opinion, the most natural finisher the Premier League has ever seen in Robbie have to give him, have to give him his props as well because he is very underrated amongst those who ain't Liverpool fans and those who didn't. Yeah. Started the game. Like, suicide, yeah. It's suicidal, bro. Because they right. weren't no golden boot. Dolder. He's still at this age. Has scored the most amount of goals in the league, twenty-three or under. And when you think of the amount of games, the Roonies and the Kakus and that played before that age, even players that aren't more inside fools like Rashford and that, that's outrageous. But you know, you know who I also think is one of the most gifted natural finishers the Prem scene. But injury didn't really do him justice. Mm-hmm. Daniel Sturridge. Remember Suarez was suspended for the yeah. first six Eight games. Yeah. Liverpool won all their matches 1-0. Suarez won all of them. His goals got more points than Suarez did, even though Suarez won the golden boot. You know mm. what I'm saying? But that yeah. was outrageous. But... That, man, that man kept bolting up by themselves as well when he went they were known. Next season, top prem scorer with Lamps at Chelsea and whatnot. But injuries, people like to play down. How good yeah. was it? 
Oh, no, definitely. But you've got to forget, remember, see, this could be another podcast. Like <laughs> Premier League strikers. Yeah, we're going to do that too. We're going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> There's one guy. Jermaine <laughs> Defoe is one of the baddest finishers, finishers that, the yeah. Premier League has ever seen. That's going to make me close my laptop. Aguero <laughs> and Defoe, I would say, are probably the closest to Fowler if you look on pole for the terms of just like yeah. natural. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 so anyway, that's, that's for the next yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Defoe, outrageous. Right, let me. That's my list. Right, let me go. And I love the fact Dean gave the context of why he picked people as well. I'm going to do mine now. Yeah. Oh. My faves. My, my faves. Huh? What are you oh. saying, Jen? For the culture, and just because you know we're going to laugh, right? You have to go last, and Sam has to go next. He has to go next. I'm not trying to hear Carly with the list of them and we should have let him go first and then let Sean go, you know, because you know this guy, he's known what the topic was for time. He likes to copy people's work. Yeah, yeah. We're going to hear something. He's going to say Calvert Lewin or, or Michael, <laughs> Michael Richards. <laughs> or Chris Armstrong. Yeah. I can buy you. That's what, I mean, me, me and Sean were laughing at another day. Sean said, my list is ready. I said, I can buy you better be in your list, bro. <laughs> My list in no particular order. Yeah. Um let's get Arnan out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's the Don of Dons. Yeah. When we come to talk about R9 later, I'll I'll talk about a goal that I absolutely love of his. He's called oh, no, off by heart, maybe go ahead. <laughs> okay, cool. Um Sergio Aguero is just a a kingpin of um, of strikers, um, purebred, um, just one of the finest goal scorers the Premier League has ever seen, if not. Yeah, Chad. Yeah. Sad. yeah. <laughs> um, Samuel Eto for me is another one mm. that I really liked. I think I, I don't know if I spoke to you about this, Demon, but I think one day we have to debate. Who's who's uh, Barcelona was better, Rijkaard's or Pep's? Because I always, I, I always hey. like Rijkaard's. Hey. I always like Rijkaard's Barcelona. That's just me anyway. Team has loaded up the massive. But that's, that's for another time. That's for another time. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Andrei Shevchenko. Uh, pure desire to score goals. Um, David Villa. Uh, very gifted technical player. Uh, great finisher as well. Robbie Fowler, um, not only for the hat-trick against Arsenal, but he scored a wicked goal, I think, in the UEFA Cup against SK Brand. Uh, brilliant goal. Uh, Didier Drogba for me. Um, I've, I, I, I just think he's just sensational. Uh, Henri, um, we can wax lyrical about Thierry Henri for, for ages. No, we can't. Yeah. Dima says he's the best player um, the Premier League has ever seen. Uh, uh, he's, he's, he's one of the greats. Um, who else is there? And 
Is that nine? Yeah, and Luis Suarez. I mean, Luis Suarez is the is probably the best Liverpool player I've seen play live. Um, insane, insane skills. He he knows what he's doing. He's ten steps ahead of everybody on the pitch. And um, yeah, like Sean said, it's it's unfortunate that he was involved in all that. Well, he got himself involved in that foolish. He he, he was a dummy. He was a dummy. But you can't take away how technically gifted this man was and how consistent he is. Um, you know, going from Holland, from Ajax to Liverpool to Barcelona and then Atleti to win the title with Atleti. So, um, Come on! Yeah. That's, that's my lot. Oh, no, one more. Sorry. Rude Van Nistroy. Rude Van Nistroy is probably the best inbox striker I've ever seen. Pure instinct. And he's Pure in your instinct. top 10 favourites. Yes, absolutely. 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 He scored, a, he scored an insane goal against Fulham years ago. And the only reason why I remember it, because he elbowed um, uh, Steve Melbronk for going on a run. And you should remember goal. it because it's the only time. So you're I celebrating know. thuggery, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. He's on the Shearer team. What's about Shearer's not on his list? <laughs> the reason why you remember is because that's the only time Van Nistelrooy scored outside the box for Man United in five minutes. Uh, <laughs> true, true. But no, he's, 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 that's my list. He's in my list. So, yeah. I really want to know, Sammy, when Van Nistelrooy went to Real Madrid, he started scoring outside the box for fun, dude, but it was mad. Yeah, I don't <laughs> <like it. laughs> You get me. You went to Malaga after that, innit? Yeah, but it didn't, you didn't really get to play that many games. You didn't really do the thing there. Yeah, I was saying. But yeah, no, good, good list, good list. You've actually stolen. I didn't think anyone would put Fowler in. I thought everyone would have him as, um, like, on the ball. Yeah, but you know, he's in, he's in my team still. So obviously, I'm going with my favourite team. So, boy. Um, but, so, yeah. <laughs> before, so, so, Sam, what was the main thing that you were looking for? In in um in your list, finishing or round contribution, what were you, memorable I, moments? What was your main thing when compiling your list? I think the majority of them, with the exception of me one or two, is finishing. Um, it's just the level of finishing and 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 the instinctive. So what drug were in your list? Uh, drug was lacking in anything because he's African. Yeah, <laughs> I just played Devil's African man. He, he wouldn't make my top twenty finishes if we did a Premier League. <laughs> no, Drogba, Drogba for me. British before Drogba, bruv. Now, fam, that but anyway, him at Leeds, yeah. Uh, anyway, not top Michael Bridges, bad man, bad man. But anyway, yeah. no, don't you say. No, no, no. I think out of the all of them, all uh, very much instinctive finishes. Uh, not even just like they all have like like a variety of finishes, and um, I think I would say with Drogba and maybe uh, Henri. Henri was very flamboyant, was very extravagant with how he went about his business. Um, I mean, you can there's a number of goals that he scored, and the one against Man United, the little uh, roll up against his leg, and he flicked it. Over the um over Barthez. um he scored one insane one against Liverpool. I think it was Good Friday. He ran through the whole team and scored. And um, even the one even the one against Charlton, I think he, the, the back heel. You know, hey, stop, 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 stop. That was my bridging that was marking him. That oh, <laughs> oh. So sorry, man. 
Sorry, man. I, mean, I, just, say, it, I just say it. I just say it. It was for Arsenal. I was happy they scored, but then <laughs> when I actually realised who was marking him, I was like, "Oh, my <laughs> 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 condolences." <laughs> after a rough start at Arsenal, um, even his first goal for the league against Southampton was a sick goal. But mm. I remember when we had our yellow kit, we played you know, at High- Arsenal at Highbury once, and he cut in, and then he started to get the right foot once. Those ones bent into the far corner. Yeah, the corner. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, this guy's picking a pick. He used to get me so vexed. I was like, why are you waiting this to Liverpool, man? But in that FA Cup time, when man ran off the pitch and ran around Carragher and then... No, nah, that was epic. Come on, Slowy. Come on, let's go. He took liberties, bro. He took liberties. Yeah, but the thing is, I think that's where you've got to give Wenger props, though, because I've been watching Henri from France under-18s team. When he was playing as a winger, mm-hmm. yeah, same way he was at Juventus yep. and at Monaco, yeah, and because Trezeguet was the leg man at Monaco, with it they had on the and they both tore Newcastle a new one, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then, um, he went nah, striker, and he just he just evolved, <laughs> yeah. he just evolved, he, he went Super Saiyan free on them and. <laughs> Boy, but that's where you've got to give people like Wenger when he had the vision for these players to say, No, actually, mm. you should be up there. I don't always agree with it when managers start moving players around, but that was a stroke of genius. It was needed. Yeah, yeah. Outrageous, outrageous player, though. Galeo, where's your list? I'm here. I'm here. Let's go. Let's go. So, a bit of background. Um, not going to bore you guys too much because a lot of you have known me for a lot of years. Darren, specifically, you've known me since I'm not going to say where, <laughs> but since we was like eight years old, you know. Yeah. Um, so you'll know that for me, I liked football players before I even liked teams. So, growing up around the corner from Crystal Palace and being able to get free tickets, my my, my absolute favourite was Ian Wright. Um, we're going to talk about strikers, but I want to mention the reason I got into football, which was John Barnes. Um, I love my left-footed players. I'm a left-footed player myself. Um, so, let's get into my list. I started watching Serie A before I was watching the Premier League or whatever it was called before that, Division 1. Um, my list, so in no particular order, Batistuta. Come on. You mentioned. I'm a, I'm a Serie A merchant. I can sit here and reel off so many names that are not in my top 10, but Batistuta, Beppe Signori, the one-step penalties. Signori. One-step penalties to, to, to still be able to generate the power behind that, send the goalkeeper the wrong way, stick it in the top bins. Yeah. Um, Alan Boxic from Lazio. <laughs> Zamorano, Salah. Hey, 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 what's Salah, Salah? Do you remember that goal? Do you remember that goal? England. That Wembley. England. Oh, That's yeah. how people knew about this better after that. Obviously, you knew it from before, but people started paying attention after that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There are there are so many names, but okay, so Batistuta, Ian Wright, I've already named. I don't even know if this is something I want to admit, but my dad being an Everton fan, 
obviously being 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 your 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 father's child, you kind of go against him. So I did used to have a soft spot for Liverpool. So you're gonna hear a few Liverpool ones in it, past and present. So Batistuta, Robbie Fowler, Ian Wright, Jimmy Floyd, Hasselbank. I'm gonna stop there and explain why. 30 goals a season. I didn't care that he played for Chelsea. Anyone that can just finish and anyone that can really put their foot behind the ball and still hit it with such accuracy. Hasselbank in front of goal was absolutely deadly. Um, Thierry Henry, for obvious reasons. For me, Stoichkov. Hey, come on. Darren will tell you. I, I listen. We used to play World Cup Willy back in the day. And <laughs> I, I'm telling everyone that I'm Bulgaria. Yeah, being Bulgaria and I'm being Stoichkov. I absolutely loved him. Um, for me, one of the best strikers I have ever seen play in the Premier League, Fernando Torres. I was going to put him as well. Yeah, him and Gerard was I've, I've not seen anything like that absolutely crazy i have to give props where props due and again staying staying at anfield luis suarez could do things with that football i've never ever ever seen never seen so how many liverpool man is that for me fowler in, in my <laughs> personal top 10 an arsenal fan my top 10 strikers of all time i've got fowler in there i've got torres i've got suarez um, it doesn't seem to be many Juventus man in there. Adriano, I'm going to give him wow. a mention. Um, for me, one of my favourites is Del Piero. Del Piero. Um, another <coughs> left-footed player, Christian Vieri. Bad boy. Again, to generate such power behind a strike and still managed to hit it with such accuracy and I, I was pissed when he went Tottenham but I have to mention him Jurgen Klinsmann Klinsmann yeah I was, I was I actually thought Sean was gonna say Klinsmann no 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 you see, <laughs> you see I went deep didn't I I've, I've got like a next 10 yeah I remember you thought you put them in there I, I have I have two <laughs> and a lot of the guys that have been mentioned are in my next 10 so yeah yeah. I actually thought everyone's been concise, so I actually thought that it would be closer to an hour. So I only said ten, but we could have easily done twenty because it's only half an hour thus far. But yeah, but the thing is, is with the with the twenty, it gets more. Thank you, bro. What's the word? It's it gets, I think, more of a divided opinion. Yeah. Sure, great, Chad. Did you round up your ten? No, no. Yeah. Was that was that ten? Bayes I did not hit nine, bro. Bayes Fowler, right, Hasselbank, Henri, Stoichkov, Torres. I mentioned Suarez. I mentioned Adriano. Sorry, Burkamp. You're mentioning number 10s out here, bro. Yeah, that's what I was, was going to say. That's what I was going to say about my point. My, with my list in terms of... But anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll do that on my bit. So what was your... Obviously, you gave us some ingredients there, but what was your main considering... In regards to compiling your list, how they looked on the eye, how how they made you, how they made you feel, what was the what, what was the what, what was the key thing? Finishing more, it sounds with a couple of your picks, you were more on 
the player, so creating as well as scoring? Most of them I can think of, you know, like no matter how long ago it was, I can think of that one specific goal that just made me think that guy is phenomenal. Um, Batistuta, for me, the one that sticks out was the one against us at Wembley. At Wembley. <laughs> at Wembley. I'm watching that at the time and I'm like, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's one of them ones where you just have to hold your hands up and applaud it. Um, you know what I mean? Hasselbank just used to drive his foot through everything and still with such accuracy. Stoichkov being a left-footed player and I love left-footers. Um, Burkampi's goal against, you know, who? Um, Ian Wright just being Ian Wright. Mm. For me, my favourite list is always going to be a mixture of um, how they made me feel when they score certain goals, but also, like, every single player I mentioned is a game-changer, someone that can take them to that next level, someone I would actually really call elite. So that's why me, me and me and used to have conversations all the time about who you would consider world-class and who you would call world-class. And you're talking about someone who can produce a moment of magic that will just take a game that's nil-nil and make it one-nil. Someone that can just grab a game by the scruff of the neck and just take them to victory. Suarez being a prime example when he had that season at Liverpool. Um, if I was to go through the list, again, Batish for Fiorentina. And... I, mm. Like, you always knew that he was going for. So, yeah, for, for, for me, that's that's what I And Torres, Torres was just phenomenal. He, he's one of the best number nines I've ever seen play in this country. Six, 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 in terms of the context of my list, I'm going to give some honourable shout-outs and then say why I've done like my list and the way that I've done it, right? So, first of all, I think I was a little too... He was a bad boy from the goals I saw, but because I was a little late to the party in regards to, obviously, when I was born, I've, gone, I've not taken Van Basten. I've tried to go with people who I've mainly seen um, week in week out, but he he's finishing just a piss take as well. Absolutely, that he's just outrageous. That volley from um, the Euros, 88 Euros, is the best volley I've, I've I've ever seen. There's been some bad boy ones from the Shearers, really, so that I know, but that that was just outrageous. The angle, like just finish out his time at Milan, what, sick finisher. The techers, the techers is mad, but I've tried to shout out the likes of Henri, but my thing with Thierry Henri is that, as Sean alluded to earlier about him playing on the wing and that, I feel if I was to make, just say, what, almost a fantasy team, I could put him as an inside forward on the left or right and it was to do crazy madness. I'm just trying to pick Lengman strikers that I saw play down the middle for their whole career, right? So there's no there's no totty <laughs> there's, there's no talking about this because I consider him more as a 10 or a 9 and a half. CR7 obviously used to play on the wing. Del, Del Piero is another one. I consider him more a 10 or a 9 and a half, just like Burnham, right? So before I get into the list, just a shout out for some people. Shout out Eto, 
because he, he, he would probably be like a level or two of him by this. But I'm a finishing guy. In terms of finishing, Sean mentioned um, Jermaine Defoe, but some, some, some others. Torres, obviously, and all round he was sick. Klaus Young Huntelaar is one of the coldest finishers that I've seen in terms of me on a, a, a personal team. Fernando Morientes, mm. Vincenzo Montella, <laughs> Luca Toni, you mentioned Kinsman. Beerhoff, Beerhoff was more an aerial guy, but he was mm. still sick. And I remember he went, went in Serie A, and I think it was, he was at Udinese, and he was top scorer. And that's when R9 was there, you get what I'm saying? Obviously, R9 had injuries in that season and them team there, right? And this way, obviously, Vieri, Chad mentioned him, bad boy left foot, hold up the ball, went at Letico Madrid, top scorer there <laughs> for one year, and then got bought um, by Inter. Lewa, D-Man mentioned. And um, so, yeah, those, yeah, those are most of the honourable um, mentions there. So now the proper list, though it's not in order, if it was R9 is the best that God, no way. He had the grace of an attacking midfielder on the ball. He could score off both feet. Um, he, Let's leave that to the latter part. Let's leave it to the latter part. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, go into, we'll do the context later. Yeah. Conclude the pod. Right, right. So you're on that. Batistuta, man. Gabriel Batistuta was just a cheat code. He was another one. Both feet. The power. You spoke, Chad, about um, the power that Hasselbank could generate. But Batistuta used to score some of the dumbest goals I've ever seen. Like, outside, he could be outside the box or on the edge of the box and would drive it top bins. Like, and then he'd break the net. <laughs> keeper, keeper was not saving it. Romario. Romario. Sean took, took my context with the flipping the top butt chips and that me and my boy James used to run Joe. Even if you don't remember, I think it was 94, Barca played... Man United at the new camp in the championship. <laughs> them times there, you could only name three European players in your team. So he, um, he took Schmeichel out and put Gary Walsh in goal. And the commentator, I think Barry Davis was doing the game, they were waxing on about Bruce Spencer, Bruce Spencer, and the ball comes to Romario. He gets the ball, drops his shoulder, nutmegs my man, and then backs me up. I was screaming, that's in primary school. Screaming. United hands were fans were hurting at school, bro. Hurt. Yeah? Hurt. And Stoichkoff as well, Duppy did so big up. He's not in my list, but them two batted them up. Stoichkoff yeah. was absolutely outrageous. And their, their partnership was just outstanding at Barca, but they fell out still. They fell out after, um, uh, I think, Stoichkoff was Romario's son's. Godfather, another way around, but they fell out about stuff on the pitch and whatnot. And I remember they still come and did a madness on, on, on United, even though they were beefing each other. But no, they they sick. So that, that's free. Chuchenko, you lot spoke of. Outrageous. Him and Rebrov at Dynamo Kiev. They used to call them the freight train. <laughs> I, remember, I remember they got to the semis and them team there. Um, Unfortunately, Rebbeff went Tottenham, which was his career. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Sheff- Sheffers went Milan. And I mentioned it, but I think it was off mic on the radio show to D and Sam on um, Saturday. In the 2000 and... Was it the 2007 one? I think it was 06 to 07 season. Milan and Inter played. This is when Veron was at Inter, right? Inter were completely dominating AC Milan. Who comes over? I think it's on the left. He comes to Shevchenko. 
He's on the angle of the box. There's two defenders there. He gets it out of his feet and then licks one shot. He flies in. It flies in. And like the power, again, the power that he could generate, but the technique and that as well. As D pointed out, they used to pull man white without or not. That Shevchenko was cold. And even his not so great time at Chelsea could not stop me from having to be this list. He was he's out outrageous striker. Fowler, I didn't think anyone would have been Sam said him before. The most natural. He never had the the, the he was quite fast, but he never had the pace and the skill level of certain other strikers, but just stone cold finishing. I've never seen anything like it. There was one goal. Um, you spoke about the brand goal, Sam. There was one goal he scored um, against Aston Villa at Anfield oh. when the ball got played into him and he does a Cruyff turn and then slaps it top bins from like about 30 yards out. Oh. Um, the Man United goals at Old Trafford on Cantona's return. He beat Spike at the near post. The, yeah, yeah the Schmeichel on the near post. And even <laughs> the second goal when he lead Gary Neville off the ball yeah. and then chips it over Schmeichel. Oh. But the coldest finisher and my after Barnsley, because Barnsley is the least I support Liverpool, my second favourite Liverpool guy, Aguero, we spoke, what can we say? Uh, the funny thing is, when he actually joined that Atletico Madrid, I was with Chad. I was with Chad. We were at Jason's house. And then Chad was like, I'm waiting to see what this teenager can do because everyone waxed Liverpool about him, rare, rare, rare and whatnot. And as Dee was saying, he played more of a 10 out of an 8. But the madness, some of the finishing, and then from going to um, straight on, late, later stages at Athletic, played as a striker, and then went to flipping AC, um, AC you know, sorry, Man City. Outrageous finishing. Is just <laughs> another man that injuries. <laughs> another man that injuries. He turned out to be a better number 10 than William Gallas. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, <I> comedy? <coughs> the fact that he uh, wore that shirt number was a disgrace. disgrace. <laughs> the fact they allowed him to wear that shirt number was a disgrace. I remember that um, crying on the pitch, right? VR, Sam mentioned him. That's why I didn't want to go last. You man took my people. David VR, Zaragoza, cold, went to flipping Barcelona, just like. The finishing, just, just sorry, sorry, Valencia. So Zaragoza, then he went Valencia, madness, and then Barca. The finishing, he's going the Champions League final against Man United, but just flipping, bent it first time and whatnot. Some of his finishing, absolutely outrageous. Some of his finishing. Raul have to take him because I remember back in the day, Kim Balagay saying something like, he's just like the smartest man on the football pitch. He's not the greatest at heading. He can finish, obviously, but he's not the greatest at heading. He's got decent movement, but outrageous movement. But just on that left foot, some of the goals that Raul used to score, dink keepers, he used to score, just, ah, just, just mad, Raul was just a madness. Um, George Weyer had everything. Had pace, had skill, had technical ability was strong on the ball. You couldn't shift him. George Ray was just uh, just absolutely outrageous. Complete striker. Complete, complete, complete. And um, Ian Wright, um, which um, that surprised some, but from back when I was young and I used to play in um, the Bantam League, we used to go up to Sellers Park um, and watch Palace and Wimbledon every week. My, my love affair, you could call it. We've rightly started in the 1990 FA Cup final, those goals against Man United. He could score either foot. There's one goal he scored 
Sean probably told me the season. Arsenal played Leeds at Ellen Road. They looked for it and left-footed. He put it top bids. Ian Wright on the coldest finishes that I have seen in my life. Like left foot, right foot, whatever. That goal against Oxair in the cup with his cup, the volley. Ian Wright was just cold. He was mm. just cold. I love that guy, man. And the honourable mention last, because that's my 10. What, another one of the coldest finishes, because I mentioned it earlier. Diego Melito at Zaragoza and Inter Milan. Outrageous, and I think he could. He, if he, he, I think he possibly could have got the Ballon d'Or in 2010 because when Inter won that treble, he scored the goals, scored the goals against Siena to to the league. He scored the brace against um, Bayern in the Champions League final, and obviously he scored the goal to win the cup as well. Thirty odd goals and whatnot. Eto got farmed out <laughs> playing left back and left wing sometimes because of how Diego Melito was holding it down in the under Jose Mourinho. But yeah, that's my 10. No surprise. I thought I was going to have one or two surprises, but you man, have mentioned some of my guys. But yeah, Suarez, Torres, all these guys, there's, there's some outrageous. There's some, we, we, we've been blessed. I've seen some outrageous guys. But some I'm not going to lie to you. You lot have upset me still. <laughs> why? why? <laughs> because Ian Wright is my idol. And I based my whole game off of Ian Wright, and I, he didn't make my top ten, and I didn't even put him in there. <laughs> <laughs> so we've upset you. You upset yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you upset yourself. <laughs> hey, listen. Before we go on to the Ronaldo talk, yeah, I just see Sam saying that the bookies are tipping John Terry to take over Steve Bruce as Newcastle manager. Yeah. Now, hear what I'm saying. God. On God. I will stop supporting that team if that ever happens. Yeah. Liverpool, buy your shirt for you, bro. I'm done. Hundred <laughs> percent done. Yeah. You know a... what? As soon as he left, the yeah, shout out still and shoot the defence. As soon as he left, that is what I was thinking. Newcastle, but we spoke on the pod on Monday, and Steve Ayer was saying that he reckons if he's not to take that, he reckons that he's going to join the coaching staff at Man City. Huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember they, they might be a fraction of inside there because obviously Steve used to coach at Man City. So you know, boy, they all lose my ratings if that wherever he goes, <laughs> the ratings are done. done out show him and Pepper Cool with it. Hmm? Him, him, him and Pepper Cool. So. Yeah, I no longer rate Pep in it. So let's go. <laughs> let's go. That would never happen. That would never yeah. Look at Chad. He's not even concentrating. Listen. You need to talk to Scarpin, bro. That was the key for your slander. Your slander is shown, but there's no need. We're, we're talking about John Terry and you're cool. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Listen, let's not, let's not talk say. about it. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. To, yeah. I want to start smiling again. You get me? So, right. We, if we're doing our land appreciation, we have to start with... Um, we have to start with the man who's... Um, his Twitter handle, he's, in fact, his handle on all his social media is in regard to the greatest striker to ever do it, R9. So, D-Man, what is your favourite R9 moment? Why is he your guy? Well, first of all, um, he's the reason really why, A, I support Barcelona, and B, that actually ramped up my interest in football when he joined um, Barcelona. Because I was watching him from the World Cup when he didn't get a game and that in, in 94. Um, followed his, his career at PSV and that. 
and that's when I started taking notes. But then when he moved to Barcelona, that's when, like, I really, really got involved with R9, yeah, and followed him ever since. So, like I said on the show, I could I, I've watched every single goal that he scored, every single game that he's played. I've got, I think, three DVDs on him and two books. Um, I've got the big, my, my missus bought me that big, uh, like, like I say frame frame picture of him in the Brazil kit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's 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 my like and like I said my Twitter handle name after him, but I can't tell you my favorite I can't tell you my favorite um moment. I can give you a few moments that, that really stick out for me. So first of all I'd like to say in, in um France ninety eight final I watched at Menace's dad's at Menace's house with his dad and that. And I cried, bruv. Yeah, I cried when 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 Zidane scored those two goals, and I think Petit scored the third, whoever it was, bruv. I cried. Yeah, and then. Can um, I? Hmm? You're muted, bruv. You're mute. <laughs> Can I just interrupt you? Mm. I didn't cry because Zidane is my favorite player of all time. I just wanted to throw that out there. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But he can't chat to Arnaud anyway. But anyway, so, <laughs> um, one of our favourite moments, I think, that I really stick out for me is um, the the brace in the World Cup final, 2002. Yeah. Because I remember exactly how I reacted and where I was. Same place I was when Ronaldo scored his hat-trick against Manchester United. Um, that, that, to me, was one of my greatest ever Arnaud moments as well. Um but literally, it's 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 the way. Put it this way: before him, I hadn't seen a, a, a striker like that in my whole career. And I, I watched a bit of Pele. Don't get me wrong; I've seen Mario. I've seen the great strikers at the time. But he revolutionised that striker role, and I don't think people understand. Yeah, he had absolutely everything. Could you? He great with both feet. He was strong on the ball. He was quick on and off the ball, and the skill level, the, the, the skill, the, he brought street football to the, don't get me wrong, Ronaldinho took it further, but he was the first one to take street football really to the matches and commercialise it, yeah? And they don't understand his impact on the game. But if you could talk about your, your CR7s and your R10s and your TH14s, it started with R9. There was never a single player that had his, his initial and a number before R9, Yeah. And like I said before, people don't realise Nike was behind Umbro and Adidas in the football world, yeah? Until Nike started sponsoring Ronaldo and bought the Mercurial R9s, yeah? I was about to say, I was about to say, when my first thing I was going to say is forget about all the play, the boots. (laughs) And that's the thing. But even if, even if, for those who don't understand, like, if you, if you go to YouTube, don't just YouTube his goals, yeah? YouTube is dribbles and his skills, yeah? And you'll see what I'm talking about. The way he used to embarrass, man, like, whether it's, whether it's 10 yards from goal, 30 yards from goal, the sideline. What's, 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 what's the stat, Darren? The, mo- he, the most dribbled... Around the, the most, 88 yeah, the times. Run. 88 times he rounded the keeper. <laughs> you know a man's going to do that. How can That's you... Right. You, you can't stop it. That doesn't even sound real. Let me... Let me throw a bit of thing in then. So when I was at Notts County, mm-hmm. um 
Mr. Allardyce, I know he's not you lot's favourite manager, but to me, having worked under him, great manager. Mm. And he said to me, one-on-one, and I used to tell Darren this, if I'm one-on-one with a keeper, bet your house on it, it's going in. But it was because Sam Allardyce taught me that there's three ways to score when you're one-on-one with a keeper. Through him, over him, or around him. Right. Right? And the hardest one to do is to go around him. Right. When you look at R9, yeah, it was disgusting. Brother, just just watch it. Just watch it. Let let me tell you something, yeah? How easy he made that look. Why you said that, one of my other greatest moments is, um, sorry, guys, when he scored his 15th World Cup goal against Ghana. Yeah, we do it one-on-one. And the little step over. But what I'm saying is, yeah, first of all, you want to see one of the most outstanding performances from a striker ever. The UEFA Cup final into Milan versus Lazio. Lazio. Yeah, what a performance. And also, leading on to that, we all know that Serie A was known as the best league in the world and had the best defenders in the world. And he sat down every single one of them. Every single one of them. See how he terrorised Nesta in that fight. (laughs) And then Marco Gianni, who was one of the best keepers in the world, but went round him like it was nothing. What did Maldini (laughs) say? Maldini said something like, if I have to make a tackle, I've lost. I'm not. I've, I've, I've lost. Thought, no, yeah, yeah. If I've made, if I have to, if I have to make a slight tackle, I've already made a mistake. Yeah. Watch him against Ronaldo. Yeah. Just watch <laughs> Ronaldo, and you'll understand. Yeah. People don't understand the natural finish and the natural ability that brother had. And obviously, if it wasn't injuries, he'd be undisputed the greatest of all time. Don't get me wrong. But also, look at his goal record: sixty-two and ninety-eight for Brazil. Yeah. He scored one hundred and four goals for Real Madrid. Yeah. He scored 44 and 47 for Barcelona mm-hmm. or something like that. 49 for, for PSV or something like that. So everywhere he's gone, even his Inter Milan record, everywhere he's gone, he's scored a bag of goals. Yeah, the man, the man terrorised Italy, who, who no striker could do that before, because they're talking about how defensive. He terrorised Italy. <laughs> in one year in Barcelona, he terrorised. Real Madrid, like I said, over 100 goals. And that was when he was past it. Yeah? The man that, was was, that was when he was scoring in fat, remember? Right. And he had to reinvent himself twice, you know. Reinvent himself twice. Even when he was fat and he went back to Brazil, watch the quality of the goals he was scoring, bro. Watch the quality of the goals. And this is what I'm saying. People want to talk about Henri. Don't get me wrong, Henri's a great player. But he can't hold a torch to Arnhem. And if you go to Wikipedia, look at the quote that Henri says, Yeah. George Weah and Ronaldo revolutionised the striker role, yeah? Mm. Ask Messi. He was, he, he was Messi's idol, you know? He was Ronaldinho's idol. Ibrahimovic's idol. And they're all these top players, yeah? I've got a list of them. Ibra D. Oh, Ibra's my guy. How can I do listen, that? Listen, listen. understand. Like I said, there weren't nothing before him in that kind of striker role. And there hasn't been anybody since. They're, they're talking about Kylian Mbappe. He can't hold a torch to Ronaldo in terms of skill level and natural ability and stuff like that. Come on, man. No. Name me a striker that can come close to that breader since he's, he came onto the scene. Yeah? Comes, he was only at Barcelona for one season. One season, bro. Mm. What? Why? Because he wanted to go to Italy. He, he, he tried to go to his contract and he wanted more money from Barca. He tried to play a bit of Jim Screech in it and they said no. But he already started, signed a deal with Italy uh, Inter eight, eight ago anyway. Yeah? 
And had it not been for Juventus' corrupt self, he would have won the league with Italy as well. So, and had he not been injured when he when he was on that good run for Real Madrid, they probably won the Champions League when he was there as well. But again, watch the quality of the goals: the left foot goals, the right foot goals, the round in the keeper. Yeah, the one when he's beating man like, like Compostela from the halfway line, and then them yeah. he scored yeah. all variety of goals. Look at his quality of goals for Brazil as well: fifteen World Cup goals. You know, let's not talk about it. He's got two Copa America titles, two World Cups. Um, two Ballon d'Or and three uh, FIFA World Player of the Year to, uh, titles. Bro, come on, man. I understand the level of greatness that brother is, yeah? And he is the real Ronaldo. He might, he's the only Ronaldo that I recognise. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> the man is, for me, the greatest striker of all time. Word. Agreed. Word. Agreed. Uh, you know what? I, I, have, to, I have to echo uh, Demon's uh you know, I have to echo the man there because with with our nine, it it's weird because I I've never really watched him as religiously as you have, Darren. But mm. one thing I'll say about him, he he didn't necessarily pioneer the skillful striker role, but it, 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 it when you see him, it looks like he has he had because some of the skill is insane. And I'm thinking, even if you watch some of the compilations, go back to you, how? Mm. How? You know, and um, like my favorite goal of his is like, um, you know when Brazil played Turkey in the semi-final, 2002? Yeah. Gilberto Silva lays it off for him. You know when he's running with that ball, yeah? For about, mm. maybe about two or three seconds. It's about three defenders around him. Is that a toe poke? <laughs> yeah. All right. So any goal I can tell think- you about? Every goal, uh, any any Ronaldo goal I can tell you about how yeah. he put it. Every one of them. Um, I mean, it's just it's just it's just insane how gifted he was, and people were going on about how he never won a Champions League and all that kind of stuff. That doesn't detract anything from his from his legacy because there are so many players who've been inspired by that man. Um, so many players who who've watched him and said he's my idol. You know, I. To, to, to learn how to, in order to to to, to um, become better strikers, they've had to watch him, you know, and they've not even been able to keep up with him, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's just so in many ways he, he is a pioneer. In many ways, I mean, there were lots of players that came before him that were equally as gifted, but there's something about who, him who, in particular. who, who was equally as gifted, you know? as, bro? Who? I'm talking yeah. skill, that's a, that's pace, loads, quality of goals. Who? Who? No, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure there were, but the, no, we just don't know about them. I'm sure there were. You just said they were. Hey, what type of company is that? There wasn't. I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. He revolutionised the striker role. There wasn't a single striker like him before, and there hasn't been since. Yeah, There's been many copycats since, whatever. Can't come close, bro. But what he brought to the game... I don't think there's even, even been any copycats. Right. So who... Yeah. who who no, no. After, after. Right, there, 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 been, there, there been no one before. Yeah, he was more skillful than Pele. I'll tell you that for free. Okay, yeah. then. He was right. quicker than Pele. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. One of the traits of R9, which you cannot replicate it, you can't. Because if you look at the pace that he ran at, yeah? Mm-hmm. Now... I thought I was quick back in the day. <laughs> uh, and running quickly 
and then running at that same pace with the ball is oh, nigh on impossible. Yeah. 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 Not for him. And then he used to nutmeg people oh, while running at that speed. And some of the angles that he used to nutmeg people from, yeah. I'm just like, how? How? <laughs> Rude boy. I have a catalogue of R9 videos in my YouTube saved, but I'm going to drop them in the group now so you don't have to see what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, 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 and Sean D is, is he would not make people with different parts of his foot. Oh. Like, there's ones where he'll roll the ball through man's legs, there's one where he'll toe poke it, and one, like, when he fixes it, like, if the stunts are, I'm like, what? This is insane. This is dumb, bro. And he would, he brought the elastico to the team. He, he asked Dan about it. He said, the best elastico we've seen, flip that. There's RNN against Nesta in that UEFA Cup final. Watch it. Watch it. Had one on skates. Yeah? Yeah? Dirty. Oh, I mean, ask Rio, ask Rio Ferdinand about R9. <laughs> what did yeah. he do? He, this is when they was calling him fat, in it? And what did yeah. he do? Gave him like a 10-yard head start. Right. <laughs> I love yeah. that you mentioned the fat thing, Sean, because he had to keep reinventing himself because they were saying something, there was an issue with his metabolism or something like that, so he gained pounds. So then, obviously, he was like holding up the ball more and whatnot when he was at Real Madrid. He kept reinventing because people go like Cristiano Ronaldo, so he had never reinvented himself in the yeah. <laughs> history of football, but oh, no, he kept on reinventing this thing, bro, because he had to play differently because of the body. He went to Italy, and realise that you can't have as much touches on the ball because they're going to hack you down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, shake up with me. The man will pull man. Like, in Italy, they used to get away with pulling people and putting them in the bear hug and that. There's one goal um, when he was Vieri, and obviously injury spoiled us from seeing what might have been the greatest centre centre forward partnership of all time, where him and Vieri both they do back heels and nutmeg, and then I think it's Vieri gets the goal, but. Uh, it's uh, just insane player. The, the, the cup final goal, World Cup final goal, talking about against Germany. The um, UEFA Cup final you've mentioned. The hat trick against Man United at Old Trafford has been mentioned. But one I'll say, because I doubt anyone else will have it, in his first season at Real Madrid, when he was being written off by everyone, why are they buying him? He's past, he's injury prone. This is when Guti used to do mad assist for Real, right? <laughs> they were away at Alaves. They were away at Alaves, yeah? And the first goal is an angle of the box. Boom, boom, double step over, bang, one, yeah? The second goal, I think he plays him through. He runs through and slides it in. And then the third goal, again, angle of the box, bang, bang, double step over, drop the shoulder, bang, finish. And I'm like, there's four defenders. In, there's four defenders in front. He makes it look so easy. Like, mm-hmm. they've got mm-hmm. them things against one, bro. You get me? It was cheating. It was cheating, bro. But what we get with this culture, especially in the Twitter culture, is that if you have a lot of injuries, you can't be said to have been the greatest at something. Now, yeah. you get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, to be fair, a lot of the time, it, it is kind of true because the yeah. people you're talking about aren't on our nine's level. That's right. Yeah. And it's a case of, that's could, a level, they, really. could they have been? Yeah. Yeah. But with R9, there is no disputing whether he could have been. He was. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the difference. Brother, go to any list online. You'll see him at number one or two. No way below. It's true, you know. There's, there's a couple of lists that I looked at. There's one out uh, of the, the couple that I saw that put Pele ahead of him. Just Pele. Yeah, put Pele ahead. But the rest of them is all R9. Yeah. You have to look at the calibre of defenders that he was coming mm. up. Yeah. You no, know? like 
Baldini's, Cannavaro's, Nesta's. Yeah, Nesta. He was yeah. tripping them to shreds. All Chiram, of them. Chirams. Yeah. Remember the clip from the France cup about how they... I was, they, I was they, about to say, that's yeah. one of the funniest yeah. videos I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> hey, they come down the flipping Jordan rules room by the train pistons, man. Telling you, you, man. Man drew up their whole training session just on, just on our hand, man. You know, yeah. Man. I, think, I think, was he not the first of the Galacticos? Or was there? No, Zidane was. No. It was Zidane, Zidane, but yeah, there was that. Yeah, yeah. Figo, Figo, Zidane, yeah. and then um, yeah. Ronaldo. Yeah. They tried yeah. for Beckham in there as well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah. but Beckham was that, 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 that team some great ball as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Carlos. I mean, <laughs> that team was. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You get that they they were on the next thing. The way that they just used to do the way they dealt with Man United, bro. I remember that one when Redondo backheeled it forward and not make any work and then cut it back for Raul. Mad. Well, yeah, R9 is clear, man. R9 is Can I just say something, though? Because there's one thing that everyone here has failed to mention about R9. Yeah. Do you know the level of football intelligence you have to have to be able to do what you did? Mm. Yeah, I know that his physical attributes sort of make you overlook it. Mm. But if you actually look at the level of football intelligence that man had to have in order to do... I mean, the guy was doing Pythagoras in his head at times. (laughs) Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I think, you know, some people... I think he belonged in like a Galacticos team because if you're not on that wavelength with him, yeah, you know, yeah. he probably wouldn't have stood out as much as he did. But when he was with them, that them level of players, he just, oh, it was. What is it? I mean, I cried when he turned up for that cup final and everyone knew he was injured. Yeah. I was just like, nah. You know, it was like um, watching your favourite boxer when he's too old. Brother, um, you know fan- gonna get oh, and he was looking at his face and I thought, this game's over. Yep. He's just not there. He he's not there. there. He's not he there. there. And then literally Nack had to make him, uh, the picture that I think Chad put up on Twitter today, but the picture of him with the boots around his neck. Mm. Nack made him do it, you know. Nack made him do that. Yeah? Because oh. they wanted that commercial thing to, to, to stand up yeah, and all the yeah, things yeah. there, bro. Mad. No. That's the only bad thing I could say about R9, actually. Because mm. as good as those boots looked, did you ever try them on and play in them? No. They were horrible. Yeah. <laughs> horrible boots. Horrible boots. Serious. I remember when I got them, I thought I was the man. And back then, I think it was where I was playing, we had them, do you remember them old mitre balls? Yeah. Mm. Them ones that, like... They're like bricks if you catch them on the wrong day. But you know what? They, they, weren't, the, they weren't the boots oh, to be wearing. To <laughs> At least you found them in your size. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> wearing high tech. I was wearing high tech. Yeah? Working was wearing high tech. You know what? I want to give a, a, a big shout out to my brother as well. My brother bought me the Brazil top with Ronaldo on the back of his number, and I'll never get rid of that shirt. Never. I might frame it still, but yeah, shout out my brother for that, man. Oh, you lot yeah. can't, man. Like, I was sponsored at one point. You want to know who my boot deal was with? Who? Mm-hmm. 
Dizzy Heights, yeah? <laughs> I thought Mum was going to say Arrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go on, them ones there, innit? Yeah. Wicked, wicked, lovely guys. Chadders, you've been quite lost. Is anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? Oh, it's pretty much been said, like, greatest for me, greatest striker of all time. And like I said, you know, the calibre of defenders that you're coming up against. You're not coming up against the Ben Whites and all of these guys. You're talking about, you're talking about the best of the best in the best league. Ben White's going to surprise you this season, Chad. Let me just tell you that. As, as someone who's watched him, He's a good Ben White is going to surprise Sean. you. Oh, right, Brian, yeah. Sean. He costs fifty million. He can't surprise me. Okay, fair enough. That price was wrong. That price was wrong. I don't know why they paid that, but all I'm saying is, Callum Chambers and all them man holding like nah, not not in. They're not on his level. They're not on Ben White's level. I'll tell you that straight. But you'll see anyway. <laughs> Right, so that's it for episode 16 of the D&D Football Factory podcast. Top 10 strikers. Let us know yours. Um, and this is your favourite. It doesn't have to be who you think is the greatest, because then that might differ, right? Your personal favourites. What they yeah. Right? yeah, well said, because Ian Wright's my favourite, but he didn't make my list. <laughs> <laughs> she was going to read you. He says, like, yeah, read you the whole pod. <laughs> you know don't put that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not redoing this. It's too late, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, yeah, use the hashtag footy on... I'm sorry, the hashtag DDFootyPod. Sorry, goodness me. Um, at DDFootyFactory underscore the Twitter and um, at DDFootyPod uh, as well. The podcast page, get following both. And, of course, we do the Footy on Top show from 10 a.m. to midday on Saturday mornings on On Top FM 95.5 FM. That's our regular slot. The podcast will be back properly, hopefully on a more regular basis. They've been so sporadic, but uh, this just had to be done. And I was not doing any form of striker debate without having Sean here. That's mainly what we talk about, about, <laughs> about, about strikers. There was no way we were doing a striker pod with actual Stevens, I'm saying. No, definitely not. And when we no. do the prep one again, we'll, be, we'll get you back because when we did that on the air, the mics were doing a madness. So, where? <laughs> no, no, listen, I'm always, always around. I'll talk football all day with anybody about any position on the pitch. <laughs> there you go. Now, thank you very much for coming through, bro. It's been long, 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 long. long. Overdue, you get me. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you for yeah, having me. Big up, man. Big up, big up. It's good yeah, to see you. Sean, Sean, everyone keep their handles and then we're done. Sean, <laughs> yeah. He said next time the attire is you have to wear a beard. Well, oh. must take it for Hold on, Big Sam's out there as well, bro. <laughs> yeah, but Big Sam could probably grow a beard, though. I can't. <laughs> but you can't grow hair, Sam. Give it up. Mm. Them struggle beards, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, but my hairline's good, though. Shit, Sam. I've got the best hairline on the road. That's what I'm saying, bruv. These things are can fake. It looks all pure, bruv. You know what I'm saying? Sean, give the people your handles, please. Yeah, 
um, hit me up at, at muscles11 on Twitter. Muscles Jeez. underscore 11. Sorry, at muscles Jeez. underscore 11 on Twitter. Six pack underscore 11, you know. Iron, <laughs> Chad, iron, irony at its best. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, Chad, give me a hand, Luz. I don't have any. Oh, stop being a muck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, want yeah, anyone to I don't want anyone to follow me. Leave me alone. You're oh god. No, Sam, flex in the city. Flex in the city. Thank you. It's hard to need to be. Big Sam handles. Uh Twitter handle Big Sam A seventy nine and A4. Instagram. Hey? Hey? What's that? Hey, sir, hey? Good to be. Anyway, go on quick. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Instagram, uh, Sam the Man Who Can, at Sam the Man Who Can. D-Man. Yep, mine is illphenomenal25, that's phenomenal with an F, and if you can't spell it, you can't follow me, mate. (laughs) (laughs) And man, I've already given up the 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 show and the podcast one. Mine is at double D, D B U L D W. So that's it. So yeah, thank you very much, people. Thanks once again, Sean. Thank you for having me Big again, up. guys. And, it's a uh, pleasure. Yeah, looking forward to the next one, man. That's <laughs> one, man. We are out. Thank you very much for listening, people. Peace. Peace.